Hello, so today we've got Ryan Monchul and we're chatting about his life on tour, things about gear and all things related to music. So I hope you enjoy it. Thanks so much. Bye. Right, <laughs> shall we? Let's do it. How's it going, Ryan? You good? Yeah, yeah, all good, mate. All good. It's good to see you again. Yeah. You? It's been a fair while. Yeah, we're doing it in person. Yeah, poxy COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, so what's new with you? How's music going? Yeah, it's good. Um, I had my first rehearsal last night with yeah. uh, Sham. That was an experience. Two, yeah. Near two years without playing with each other. Cool. You don't remember any of the songs, yeah. but muscle memory saves the day. Yeah, totally. But yeah, um, writing, recording, doing a lot of uh, small sessions. That's one thing that COVID's done, it's uh, recording over the internet. It's saved my backside, got me some money in. <laughs> yeah, cool. That's good. Yeah. Um. So, like, how how are you getting on with your writing? What's been happening with that and um, what's new? A lot of it. So, as you know, I've only really played rock and punk for the last six, seven years. Mm-hmm. And then COVID's come along, I've had to kind of equip myself with other styles. So, I joined a country band, um, the Nick T Band. Nick T Band, yeah. Yeah, great little, picked up a double bass. Yeah. I play, with a, I play a little bit of ska in one other band. Um, I've had to listen to a lot of pop songs. So, my music kind of just gone from one yeah. genre to a whole eclectic mix. And uh, yeah, it's it's good. Still don't listen to Nicki Minaj. That's never going to change. <laughs> yeah, well, we all love Nicki Minaj. Oh gosh, yeah, oh yeah, totally my my go to. Yeah. You were stupid. How you were? You were stupid. How? <laughs> oh, that's my favorite. Um, yeah, cool, man. So, like, where did your music taste come from? Like, who was the first? Like, was it Green Day or no? Um, or, I was raised, obviously. With parents, parents are often kids' first choice of music, like, mm. and so I was raised in this whole glam rock era with like oh, really? the sweet T Rex. Um, then I fell in love with one of my with my all time favorite band, The Police, and mm. it was because of The Police I started to pick up the guitar. I remember it back in two thousand and three, just wanting to go. I just want to play that song, meaning every breath you yeah, take. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I didn't learn it till two thousand eight. So it took me a little while. Right, cool. But yeah, um, yeah, just seeing the police live in Twickenham, 07. You saw them live? Yeah. Ninth no of, way. Ninth for ninth, 07. How old were you? I was 10. Or I was Holy 11. Shit. That's cool, man. It was, it was quite an experience. I was probably the, one of the youngest there. And just hearing Sting's voice, obviously, is amazing. Mm. But also how Andy Summers, the guitarist, and yeah. Stuart Copeland, the drummer, how they worked together. I just sat there and gone that's what I want to do for a career. Yeah, yeah. And so I went home and all I did was learn their entire back catalogue. No way. <laughs> yeah, so I can play every song of the police and just went, okay, that's amazing. But previously all I was playing was literally just glam rock, which is oh, cool. yeah. basic stuff. Yeah. And then, yeah, just I found Green Day. Um, I found like bands like My Chemical Romance. Mm. It's a little twelve-year-old emo kid Ryan just jamming out to like My Chem, and uh, yeah, it was that's where it all came from. And then went to college and found so many new bands. Mm. And 
found this little indie band called the Blue Pursuit, which I liked. <laughs> <laughs> My old band. Oh, yes. Mate, oh. you still got a rep, those guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. But yeah, just <clears throat> finding all like all the heavier bands I'm into, and even down to jazz, like just listen to this anything my if you listen to my spot for like the most random thing because i yeah. every day is different i can go from coltrane to slipknot in in a single playlist Man. and so what, what are you listening to at the moment what's like top of your list i will open it up because i i have no idea what i was listening to last is it Nicki minaj <laughs> oh no um it was a guy called jared james nichols okay um he's He's a blues artist um, who, yeah, he's just, he's really low level at the moment. So he's hitting like 20,000 listeners cool, on Spotify. Um, and I only found him because he's obviously doing something right. Epiphone and Gibson, they signed him to be for a custom model, even though he's only hitting these small numbers. Right. So I was in a guitar shop, saw this perfect guitar and I was like, I'll buy it. Got told it was a custom model. So I was like... Okay, um, but it was cheap and it was gorgeous. So I was like, okay. oh, cool. And went home and listened to him and fell in love with the bloke. And uh, yeah, so I can't, I can't wait to see him over here. And he's, yeah. still, he's still playing like two, three hundred capacity venues. So it will be a real intimate gig. Oh, mate, let me know. Yeah, it's, it's a really um, good little setup. And he's bringing back the simplicity of music. Not millions of layers, just yeah. a guitar, a bassist, a drummer, and one vocal, maybe two. Yeah, yeah. Because... That's what he likes, and I, I love that. That's cool, man. The, uh, is he from America? Yeah, um, so I've, I imagine he's from, like, Nashville. Um, standard yeah. country singer, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, so one day I want to... Uh, I'd love to work with him. That would be Oh, cool, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm definitely always going to put feelers out, try and yeah. get in touch with him that way. That would be sick. And the sooner the better, because if he blows up, then oh, mate, he's, he's going to have so he, many people, isn't he? <laughs> well, he's, he's done like little workshops in like Guitar Guitar down the road. In oh, Epson. really? And uh, yeah, and only like 15, 20 people turned up. Right. And I'm just sat there going, I love this guy. I wish I was into him back then. Because yeah. You mi- I missed the boat on that one, but I'm in while he's still small. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> I'm one of these hipster get, kids I knew before they were big. <laughs> get backstage at his gig and then have a chat with him and see, uh, do you think he'll come over with a band or is it just him? Yeah, I'm Probably hoping with a band. But I'll just see if he can help. Oh, mate, can help him out. I'll, I'll take my harmonica, I'll just jam Yeah, away. exactly, yeah, that'd be sick. <laughs> did that once to a band in Brighton called The Big Push. They were just busking. Did you actually? Yeah, they were just no busking way. on the street. And you got your harmonica. And I just had my harmonica with me. So and there's a video, and it 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 went kind of it was massive. So there was a couple of videos where, um, people <laughs> just started sharing me walking into this band, jamming on my harmonica, and then sodding off again. No way. And, yeah, it was on Twitter. Um, when you felt so it's a big push, it was always the top one, and I was like, that's kind of cool. That's mad. I got one gig out of that. Yes, and a Monica gig. Yeah, it was like <laughs> I played for like eleven seconds somewhere. Oh, really? it's, it's all right. It's yeah, it's all good. Quite cool to put on the CV. Yeah, definitely. I played with the big push. They're doing bits now. What they're they? they're they're blowing up. I'm what are they doing? So they've just sold out this tour, um, UK tour, which is their first bigger um, tour, which is really well done to them. Because if this band, they started off just busking for the fun of it. Yeah, yeah. Now they're getting a record deal, they're signing, like, they're really... 
they're really starting to make a, a noise for themselves, which is good. They've sold this tour out. They've had to postpone it due to COVID. Mm. Um, but they're going to they're gonna have a sold-out venue waiting for them. You know? Oh, yeah, and definitely. So, and if you look at them on YouTube, like every time they busk, no matter where, they, they can give people five minutes notice, they'll set up and they've already got two, three hundred yeah, people yeah. waiting for them. That's mad. They've got a real atmosphere and yeah. it's exciting. Like I've seen them 30, 40 times yeah. and it's, it's quite an electric feel. Yeah, definitely. Do, is they, what do they play? Is it covers or is it originals? They do a mix of covers and originals, but when they do the covers, it's not just, I'll play the same chords. Yeah, yeah. It's completely original. Oh, cool. They do, um, they do Rolling Stones and like, oh, just when they do it, it's every, every member of the crowd is just jumping up really? and dancing. And cool. Yeah, it's, that's what I want from music. It's that ability to kind of, everyone can connect to it no matter where they are or even if they've got no musical ability to just feel that emotion behind it and get involved because isn't that what music's for like yeah yeah it's uh, yeah the energy the entertainment Hmm. yeah i think i think it's beautiful how how you can touch someone with not literally like touch someone emotionally and make them feel something like that um, sounds bad, but <laughs> no, 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 no. But it's it's true. Like there are yeah. so many smaller bands out there. There's another one called Here Lies, which I've been following them for about six years in yeah. several different of their name forms. But they've stumbled upon this three piece setup, oh, right. and they've done things um, called like the Something Project, where they would organise a charity gig, they would sell it out and all the proceeds would be going towards like yeah. mental health awareness, yeah, mental yeah. health helping because everyone's going through these struggles and they know mm. that music has this ability to connect people, to help people heal emotionally, but also to be our fund bigger things. Yeah. So we have like a support for people that need yeah, it. 100%. Uh, so many musicians have to go through well they don't have to but they do go through a lot of torment in life and I think that's what makes not what makes oh, mate, musicians but some like, of the most beautiful songs ever written are by the most tormented people yeah literally I mean unfortunately but yeah you can you can write any article or you can think of hundreds of musicians. I mean, off the top of my head, Kurt Cobain. Like, yeah. that, the pain that guy was yeah, in. Yeah, literally. But actually, some of his songs, before the fame got to him, like, some of his older stuff are beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, like, well, that, that guy must have been in so much pain. Yeah, literally. But Or you've got artists like Dave Grohl, where he's just like, oh, I wrote this today, and every song is so happy and joy. Yeah, Even yeah. his sad songs are like, <laughs> oh, it's got a good mood to this. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't know what a minor chord is. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you put oat milk? Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, I love a bit of oat milk. Mm. Cool, man. So what, what are your plans, like, in terms of music? Like, what are you going to get up to? What? So, I, it's funny, I've been thinking about this the last few days. Um, I've, brought, I've got um, my EP right now is being mastered in New York. Is it? Yeah, so. Oh, cool. It's, um, what? Yeah. I didn't know that. No one knows about it. Oh, <laughs> well, everyone's going to know it soon. Well, not everyone. But. So that's rather exciting. Okay, um, cool. That, it's kind of a mix between, if you imagined, Bring the Horizon and Bill, 
Biffy, Clyro and Free Fighters got into a room and wrote no something way. together. So it's, it's got some heavier stuff, it's got some cleaner stuff. But we, yeah, we've got the three, four songs off that. And then we've got the, the other three to send off once I'm happy with the mix. Yeah. Um, Exciting. But then I'm also writing a, a few more acoustic songs, which I'm playing at the yard on the 10th. Are you? Yeah, so it's my first solo oh, gig um, come out. ever, which is scary. Cause I've done like open mics and they terrify me. Put me in a band. I'm, I'm there all day. Yeah, like, yeah. But on my own, it kind of like, no, I don't want to no, do that. But I, I did, I had a few beers the other day, did an open mic at my mate Tom's uh, little get together. And I thought, you know what, sod it. Sod yeah, it. man. Yeah, do it. And so I've written four songs for that. And yep. it, it's going to be, I'm literally just, I decided a week ago to do it. I've got a week and a half to finish off the 40 minutes. Cool. And it's all going to be originals, which I'm writing in between there and then. Yeah, cool. Just because. Yeah, why not? Yeah. That's it, man. Yeah, like playing like, because like, cause we're both bass players and I've kind of dabbled in like acoustic stuff I've definitely noticed that being a front man is like a completely different thing oh, like, completely <laughs> do you know what I mean well the, the, the issue I face is with a bass and you'll understand this yeah. we, me, and, me and the drummer we carry the band yeah know? yeah the guitarist <laughs> they can go do it's it just but the singer on top, isn't it? the singer can run off and disappear for 10 minutes yeah and we're still playing that groove and we can keep it going yeah but when I've I've led bands before and then I've kind of, uh, I've kind of gone. Oh, what do I do? What yeah. do I do? And I've started. It's like, I've had to kind of go. Just, you've got to be over the top. You've got to be eccentric. And so, I'm jumping in the crowd, singing cool. in people's faces. Yeah, man. Like it's the beauty of wireless. I can run round, and I, for me, it's letting go of that whole. I've got to keep the groove. I've got to keep it going. Yeah. Situation. It's it's totally different, and it's yeah. wrong in the basis mind. You're like, yeah. I've got to keep it steady. I can't go mad. But I mean, making the transition, it's it was horrible. And there have been times when I played. We played the local pub, the Cage, and I had my wireless kit on bass, and so I'm just keeping the groove. And then all of a sudden, like the the front man in me got hold, and I found myself standing on a table wow. at the Cage. With the with our old session band, the Red Gates, and I can't remember what song we were playing, but the crowd were loving it. Oh, cool! Trying to get down off the table while keeping the groove, impossible. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely fell over, <laughs> and you just oh. heard the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah, it was very funny. So I I think it's your time to be a front man. Is that is that kind of what you're saying? I I'm just testing the waters i'll never yeah. be a drummer i ain't got that kind of timing but sure. i can just i'm just testing waters and see where it takes me because i don't want to be known as just a basis that sits in the corner i want to be like the yeah f- the flea kind of thing you yeah, know flea yeah. goes mad on yeah, stage he does, yeah and that is the kind of basis you want or what's his name from fallout boy is it pete Wentz? yeah yeah I love him because he took the limelight off that Patrick stump. Yeah. Patrick had massive stage fright when they started. Really? So Pete Wentz took the limelight and that's why he wears all this makeup. That's why he's such a... He like jumps around in yeah. circles, doesn't he? But that, that, that's why he does it. Because yeah. Patrick just wanted to sit there and sing. And actually it's worked out to their advantage. To yeah. know they've all got this massive like... Stage presence. Stage presence. Yeah. And there's no one singular person that stands out. The whole yeah. band are a, this amazing tight unit. 
Mm. And so that that I'm a nightmare on stage now. <laughs> <laughs> no man, but I'm sure with like Sham Sixty Nine that's 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 part of it as well. Oh like, I wasn't gonna mention too much of the Sham stuff, like it's Oh, Sham's so much fun. Yeah, like, cool man. <laughs> I've I've been on like Oh, we played so so many gigs and there have been times where I've like jumped into the crowd and just been like carried while playing the final song and just having to keep the momentum. Cool. I've jumped into pits and I've had bottles thrown at me, glasses of piss, which oh, is... Oh, no. Oh, mate, you're like... Oh, I think you told me this. That's yeah, not yeah. water. And you're like clambering. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it is, it is a lot of fun and especially on that... My issue is... If you knew me in person, I'm not that kind of rowdy, jump in your face kind of guy. No, no, not at but all. When I'm on stage, it's like a different character. Yeah. So all my, all my different gigs are a different character, and that's that's my way of getting over the confidence. Yeah. Because I don't have the confidence naturally. I remember you told me once about, and I've I've told people this because I think it's really good advice about, like creating that alter ego on mm. stage. And because it is difficult when you when you start out and you've got to, you know, get on stage, perform. Oh, it's how do you work that in your mind? Like, so I think that's really really cool what you do. I my my issue I faced was we we went out when I first started with Sham. I remember I was sitting in guitar guitar, and at that time I was photographing bands and weddings. Mm. And I get a call off their manager, and he's going. We, yeah, we need someone to come on tour with us. And so I'm thinking, awesome, I love these guys. Like, I can't yeah, like, yeah. listen to them. Um, so I'm trying to keep it cool, you know. Yeah, yeah, what you're after. <laughs> like, photos or videos. Yeah. And he's like, no, we need a guitarist. And I just went, and I put my hand over the phone and just, I looked at my mate and I went, it's Sham 69. It's Sham 69. <laughs> and he goes, I talked to them and I was like, they want a guitarist. <laughs> and I was like, Okay, so when when do you need me? <laughs> and he's like, 13 days time, we go out on tour. Oh, and I was cool. like, huh? How long's the tour? Like a weekend? He's like, no, a month and a half. And I was like, okay, where are we going? And he's like, Europe. And I was like, yep, send me the songs. I'll get everything ready. I, I bought a whole gig and set up there and then. No way. Um, yeah, it's been <laughs> a lot of money I didn't have. <laughs> um, That's all right. Went to my boss's house. Handed in my resignation. She was lovely about it. She totally understood, but I literally just quit at her doorstep. No, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I had 12 days, learnt the set, and then sodded off around Europe. But the point I was trying to make was, the f- normally I play to like 50 people, 30 yeah, people, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. small band London gigs. First gig was two and a half thousand people, oh God, and I just went... amazing. Huh? And I remember the... I've hit that first note because I start the set terrifying. I've hit that first note and it's all kicked off. I've got into it and I was still bricking it mm. until I've, my big solos come up and I just, the stage fright got to me and it just, it froze and I was like, oh, fuck. I remember just hitting the chords, hammering on these chords and it looked so punk. And I saw a video of it and go, Oh, wow. Oh, cool. That looks cool. Yeah, yeah. That's the guy I need to be. Yeah. And so every gig, it's just kind of like, 
I don't care if I make a mistake. You're here to watch me, so watch me enjoy myself, yeah, yeah, so yeah. do you. Um, <laughs> That's the punk way, isn't it? But actually, the punters love it, and I love getting in after the gig and getting going to meet them and yeah. enjoying that. And Definitely. That's, it is just a big act for me, because actually I like to sit in bed. Well, I go after the gig, I go back to the hotel room, have a good cup of tea and sit in the bar. Yeah, yeah, I remember <laughs> you told me. <laughs> That's amazing, man. Yeah. I'm too old for this rock and roll lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, the Sham 69 guys are quite old anyway. Oh, yeah. But six... don't they go out? <laughs> don't they go out? No, they do sometimes. I mean, there have been times when... Oh, really? We've, we're, I can't even tell you the stories. Like, oh, it, shit. It's that kind of like, oh, they would kill me if I let them sit. Oh, but okay. They've definitely gone out on a few nights and we've had to go, okay, it's down this road, down this road. <laughs> and they've not made it back till like 5 a.m. Oh my god, <laughs> we've got to be up at like 7 to get back on the road. Yeah, yeah, I remember because my Mochiba friends who live n- nearby they were telling stories about how when they went on tour, the lead like the guitarist would go, he would just get wasted and just like wander the streets of Buenos Aires, like. Oh. Like five o'clock and like the planes at six and it's just like it sounds mental but it sounds amazing. Oh, it's um, the, the the issue I faced is I was young and I wanted to get absolutely like I was like okay yeah, yeah, let's yeah. have a drink you know, and then I was like the next day I'm knackered for the gig. The yeah, gig. exactly. And you I couldn't do it for two no. days on the trot. So I remember two days I went for it, the final day, the third day I was like nope. No, I'll take a tap water, please. Yeah, yeah. And I quickly learnt my lesson that I can, yeah. my body cannot keep up. Yeah, that's crazy, though. And so I'm an old man, and I like my bed. Oh, don't we all? <laughs> oh, I can't, can't go wrong with bed. The, um... What was I going to say? The, um... um it's got my head. Talk, talk to me about gear. What's, uh... How does your gear work? Or how do you work? So, I've... It's funny, I I have three bases that I rock between. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a 1976 Fender Precision. Right. Which, or is it 78? It, it's close. Um, yeah. Which is gorgeous, and that's from like, my session bands, because it's got that nice warm tone. Uh-huh. Um, I've got an Ibanez um, cheap sound gear white bass, and I'll tell you what, it's perfect for a re- really nice like R&B tone, or mm. like pub band tone plus it's bright white it looks gorgeous and then for sham and all the rock stuff i've got um i built a sting copy so oh, right. it's one of the uh, i think it's a 50s model uh, p base right but I, I shape the body i shape the neck from the paddleboard i've got a hand wired italian pickup um and then i got uh, my mate who works in a car body i spray the body cool um yeah yeah and that that base is just it's been beaten, it's been bad. It's fallen off a seven-foot stage. Oh, my God. Um, and then I fell on top of it. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Absolutely <laughs> hilarious. I definitely did a Dave Grohl and just landed on my face. Um, nice. But, yeah, that's, those are my three bases. Um, and then I run both my bases and my guitars through a, a Helix, so a Lancet yeah, Helix. the Helix, yeah. Just because... I'm too I'm too old to be carrying big ants around. Mate, you're not old. How old are you? Twenty six. No, I'm you're not old, man. My body makes me feel old. But I, I run everything through an ear monitors and 
I just I like the ease that I can chuck two bases in a hand, backpack where everything I need, and that's all. all I, yeah. I don't need to. Yeah, that's perfect, isn't it? And uh, yeah, I used to have a sans amp for the bass, and that was amazing. Cool. Until a pint glass went over it and fried it. Oh no! It wasn't even my drink. It came from the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> we literally. Oh my god! Playing this gig up in Dorking, and I just had. And then nothing. And I, because I hadn't seen it, I saw the pint glass go, and then I heard a smash. But obviously, I've got in ears. Yeah, in. yeah. I just heard the fizzing in my ears, and then it just died, and uh, yeah. That was the end of our gig. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, God. Oh, mate, it was hysterical. Yeah. Um, Guitar-wise, though, I've just got my Gibson J45. Yep. Um, I've got my... Gibson, baby. My Gibson Les Paul Jr. Mm-hmm. I've got my Shoreline double-cut Les Paul Jr., um, mm-hmm. which is a handmade one. Um, uh, yeah, and I've got my Squire Jazzmaster. I don't use nice electric guitars. Yeah. Because... I run about on stage and, every, and everything's yeah, going to get broken. Yeah, yeah. The acoustic, I can't run about, so I thought I'd invest. Yeah. But everything just gets broken. I heard, I heard a story about um, Paul Weller and his guitars. He, um, he, he, he's got the Fender, like, the Fender, what do you say? Like, the Acoustasonic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he, he gets them, because uh, he has his custom-made one from yeah. Fender, and he gets sent them. And... Uh, he doesn't like how clean they are, so he gets yeah. his roadie to go around the car park and just chuck it around. Oh, mate, honestly. <laughs> so, like, it's fucked when he goes, goes on stage. <laughs> oh, mate, it's, it's unreal. Look, because you've got, when you get a nice guitar, yeah. you're like, I really want to keep this clean. Yeah. Until you get, like, one mark on it, and then it's like, well, it's, it's damaged now, you know? We'll yeah, yeah. It. My Jared James up there, nice gold top, um, P, single P90, mint condition. And I'm waiting for a gig to crack that out on. Oh, really? Because it won't stay mint condition, and I don't want it to. Like, <laughs> no, it's your, it, it's part of you, isn't it, it? It's it's a tool at the end yeah. of the day. It's the same as a drill in yes. a wood shop. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yes, they're beautiful to look at. They cost the earth. But at the end of the day, we're going to die one day. We can't take it with no, us. No, exactly. It's a slab of wood with some metal strings <laughs> on it. Um, it's the noise you're making from it. It's not the actual tool yeah. itself. You can have a four grand guitar yeah. or you can have a 70 quid one, which I've got upstairs. Mm. And I've used both on stage. Both get treated the same. And once I change that pickup, they both sound exactly the same. Yeah. Because of the way I play, I don't know it's a decent technique. I'm right. a punk. Like, it's just hit them How as hard energy. as you can. Yeah, cool, man. But that's, that's part of, that's what makes it, isn't it? If I was playing jazz, it would be completely different yeah. um, for what I need. Throw it on the ground. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, cool, man. What about you? I've, I haven't asked you yet. <laughs> you don't want to know about it. No. What do you want to know? I want to know what gear you're using. What's my gear? I mean, I've used the same gear for years, really. Um, like I said in the car, like mainly selling stuff just to like get a few newer bits. Always um, like because I mainly do production. I need like a faster like laptop basically to run session so that's kind of what i'm saving up for but yeah like my gibson 335 has done me so well such a nice guitar yeah i might i might get um i might get a like a fender either a telly or a strap like a nice one at some mm. point yeah yeah or do up like a an old one because that's always good but yeah nothing nothing crazy just like mate i'm still after your your bass that gorgeous which red one. one the red one yeah yeah i need to get that one fixed 
But yeah, you can borrow it for a bit if you want. Oh, mate. <laughs> I don't use that often. Mate, that's as long as you don't smash up. Mate, that thing, <laughs> that thing is too, it's just too nice. It's just the colour of it. All yeah. those switches, which I don't know what they do. Yeah, me neither. Too I'd sit there in the gig and just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, once, I once played a show because the, the Jaguars are quite temperamental. We were playing a show in Germany and. Um, oh, the German crowds, how good are they? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was quite a small gig, like, not compared to your ones, but um, it was like, um, it was this first festival, Game of R. Anyway, it was all like BBC introducing stuff, and um, we were doing a sound check, and suddenly there was this massive bang, and I was like, what is that? Like, and I'd realised I'd flicked the switch on the, on the passive and active, and like basically my my bass like was just like having a meltdown and like every time I flicked something it's massive back like, and the sound guys were like looking around like what's going on I was like uh, nothing's going on absolutely fine so I had to tape up because my oh, mate was no. playing bass as well and I had to tape up the um, freaking switch. Wait, you had two basses going at the same time? No, no, no. Oh. He would take the bass. Oh, for And you. I was like, he cannot touch his switch because otherwise if we're in a live show, it's all recorded on the BBC, like, they're going to be pissed. <laughs> Can you remember? <laughs> yeah. And now, Jamie Abel. So, um, yeah, I had to tape up the switch. And, uh, yeah, that was quite fun. But, yeah, man. Oh, mate. So, um, plenty I'm, of stories. I'm looking forward to you actually releasing your stuff again. Because you did that TA1, didn't you? Yeah, JA1 was JA1, like, like a slight project. But I'm, I'm, I go through stages, man. I'm just like all in between. Like, you know how it is with me on mm. this stuff. Like, you fall in love and then you're like, oh, social media. Fucking. I, I'm, mate, I, I can't stand social media. No. I'm the most unreliable person to get hold of, and you can testify to that. Yeah. Everyone can testify. Yeah, yeah. slightly. It's because <laughs> I can't stand phones or social media. Yeah. Oh, we're running out of time. We got, we got, we got thirty seconds. What, what do you want to say? I, I just wanted to say how much I admire you and what you do because I think you're doing a fantastic job. And I didn't realise how much you're doing. Oh. And I, 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 you know, you've been a good friend, so thanks for doing this. Mate, you know I love you, and I, I love all your ventures, and I'll support them always. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> right. Cool. All right, thanks for listening, guys. Catch Bye. you soon. Bye. <laughs>